Welcome to the BizTimes MKE Podcast. I'm Arthur Thomas, and this episode is a little different from many of our others. We're sharing my recent conversation with Andre Gelfi Thomas from The Bolt Company, an Appleton-based construction firm. Andre is a project manager at Bolt, and we spoke for our annual Stuff Publications, which highlight career opportunities in manufacturing, construction, and the trades. In this interview, Andre discusses what interested him in construction, how he got started, the differences between being a project manager and a project engineer, the planning that's going into his current project at the Marquette Dental School, and much more. As a publication, Stuff is intended for students, teachers, guidance counselors, parents, and job seekers. Please consider sharing this episode with those in your life who might be interested in learning more about careers in these fields. And if you want to learn more about Stuff, visit stuff.biztimes.com. Enjoy the episode. Andre Gelfi Thomas, welcome to the BizTimes MKE podcast. How's it going? It's going well, Arthur. Thanks for having me today. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, you've had an, an interesting career already to this point. Um, you are currently a project manager at the Bolt Company. Um, you're a Marquette University graduate, and you're getting to work on a, a significant project at the Marquette University Dental School. So that's exciting. Uh, I wanted to start with uh, what what got you inter- interested in construction as a potential career? Sure. Um, so when I was super young, I built Legos and Brio train sets um, at my house and I would take them apart. Uh, I'd start by first, you know, with the Legos, um, putting them together uh, the way that the manual, the blueprints would tell you to, yep. to put them together. Um, and then I would take them apart and build something brand new. Um you know, between my parents and my grandparents' house, I, I think we had trains and planes flying, you know, um, uh, flying around everywhere with different um, kind of iterations of of things that I built. I know I was big into building airports and uh, train stations when I was kind of growing up. So that really kind of got me interested in construction. Um, when I started, you know, going through high school, I really wanted to keep myself challenged going through high school. I took a lot of math and science classes um, and, and just really kind of kept my my nose to the books. You know, for myself going into college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I felt like I could be good with my hands, um, but I also didn't want to sit behind a computer all day. And um, I had a, a good mentor of mine reach out about construction management and, and at least trying it out, something to kind of give me that hands-on experience while also getting to talk to uh, and work with a ton of really cool people. Sure, definitely. So how did you get yourself um, kind of in the door in construction? How did you get kind of your first few jobs in the industry? Sure. Uh, so I, I took an internship actually in design first um, at Marquette, and it taught me a lot about the industry, uh, kind of from the design aspect. I got to be in the field and I enjoyed the field portion. Um, then design wasn't necessarily for me. So again, kind of going through those internships at Marquette uh, and then working with um, some of their uh, programming that they have through the engineering school at Marquette, they, you know, Marquette really helped me say, you know, let's try this. You really enjoy um, the field aspect. You enjoy working in an office setting, but you also enjoy um, working with other people. And, and it was always kind of a subset of um, the civil engineering background that I have, um, which is construction management. So that's really what started me down that path. 
working then with the company previous to Bolt right out of college. Really enjoyed it. It was in Chicago. Um, and I had a few buddies that were also from Marquette that worked with Bolt uh, that pretty quickly called me and said, hey, we have a, a couple of really cool opportunities back home. Uh, home for me is in Milwaukee and I love Milwaukee. So um, got me back here to Milwaukee and I've been here for uh, the last five years with Bolt enjoying every minute. Mm-hmm. So really the key was kind of that that exploration and trying different things and not, you know, necessarily trying to pigeonhole yourself into, well, you know, this is exactly what I knew I wanted to do. So I have to go on this path, but really kind of exploring different aspects of the industry and, and, you know, figuring out what, what you enjoyed and and what, you know, was fulfilling for you. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I learned that through college to just try something new you know, you don't have to be an expert. And that's the one thing, um, even in, in uh, nowadays, I'm not an expert in construction. You know, I, I, I like to think that I know en- enough about every trade to, to at least be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, er, you know, working in construction, you're, you're asking a lot of questions, especially as a manager, um, an engineer role. You know, you're always learning about the intricacies that go into a building and how do you work uh, with a team of experts to ultimately finish a project uh, successfully. You you know, for me, again, I really am passionate about working in Milwaukee and I wanted to make that very clear. That was, that was really something that I felt very strongly about. So when I moved back to Bolt uh, and moved up to Milwaukee, the opportunity was great, you know, working in the community that I grew up in, ultimately working now at Marquette where I've, you know, I, I lived uh, and and was part of the community and still am part of the community. Um, that was something that is, you know, it kind of gives you that extra spark to really say, you know, you can look at a building or look at a project as it's coming out um, of the ground and say, you know, I have a part in that. That That's the pride. That's the, those are the joys that I really uh, get coming uh, in construction, you know, building for the community, building better for our community. Yeah, definitely. You mentioned the Marquette project. Um, so it's at the dental school. Maybe you could share a little bit about what it is you're building there, what you're working on. Sure. So the uh, the project at the dental school right now, it's a 20,000 square foot interior renovation of their dental school clinics, A, B, C, and D. Uh, one of the really cool things that I learned while I was kind of starting to get it, uh, be a part of this project was that the dental school it's a school first and foremost for the students. So, you know, you're interacting with students, professors, but it's also a, a community clinic and it helps the community. And that, again, that's that, that's that purpose that really kind of gives you that little extra spark. And, you know, I, I always say if I'm building for a purpose, it's easy to get behind for the entire team. So it's a 20,000 square foot uh, interior renovation. We're going to do the work through two summers. So this upcoming summer of 22 and then summer of 23, kind of on their off academic semesters. So uh, they will still be seeing patients during this time. Uh, We will be renovating, interior renovating approximately 90, upwards of 92 new uh, dental chairs. So they will get the dental school, will get 92 new chairs uh, by the time the project is complete um, for their students to practice in. Again, it's live practice with uh, real patients coming in and uh, the dental students providing those services that, you know, any kind of dentistry services 
while also learning. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there'll be a lot of new interior finishes, so it's going to feel more like a clinic, maybe a little bit less like a school uh, for those students to really help them get ready for what's going to be next uh, in their careers. So mm-hmm. uh, it's cool to be a part of that. Definitely. As you're kind of working through the planning for this, I mean, is there any interesting elements of of doing a um, work, work on a dental school versus uh, uh, you know, a regular building, uh, so to speak, that are, they're kind of just interesting nuances of that you have to account for and plan for in, in working on this kind of thing. Sure. Uh, renovation is, is, it's one of the areas of construction that it's a challenge. It's sometimes not always, you know, you, you, you can, let's say drive through the city and you see, uh, brand new buildings coming out of the ground, and, you know, depending on if it's in the city or in the suburbs, you know, you might have a certain sandbox to play in. Uh, renovation is different through sandbox shrinks. And specifically with this project, we're working around active clinics. So we're going to have to be uh, really planning out all of our moves, kind of like a chess game where, again, maybe we have to make noise only during these times or make, you know, a lot of vibration if we're doing some demolition work. Um during these set times so that we're not interrupting the student experience as well as again, the, the end community patient experience, you know, that's something that we really try to focus on and it's something that's been a challenge so far. Um, But we are, we have been trying to work through really understanding how do we make sure that we're kind of invisible in a sense to the operations of the school. I'll say the other two areas that are, um, of challenge for us, and it's an industry challenge, uh, material uh, procurement right now um, with the supply chain issues that we could talk for hours on. Mm-hmm. It, it's always a challenge. So really developing that plan previous to now, but also now as we get ready, we're about two months out from the project starting. Um, really developing that plan to make sure materials in hand um, for our crews on site right at the time that they need it. And then ultimately that schedule component, you know, we're working in a summer academic semester. So we have from middle of May to middle of August to complete this renovation, uh, basically two times for two separate floors. So it's a, it's, it's, it's going to be a crunch, but we have been working diligently with our, our team of trade partners and contractors to understand how do we make sure that this project gets completed at the right time um, what does success look like for everybody? Mm-hmm. So you're now a project manager. Um, so I'm curious what, what that job all involves. And you previously were a project engineer. So I'm wondering how maybe a project engineer differs from a project manager for someone who's, you know, if, if we don't have a lot of experience in construction and, and know the difference there, what, what's the difference? So what are your, what is your current job involved? Sure. So project manager, project engineer, I'll say one of the biggest similarities is, again, learning every day, Um, learning on the job site, learning. I went to school for civil engineering, had construction engineering uh, classes that I took as well. Great for kind of that that base level knowledge until you see it out in the field uh, being built. You, you know, you have to you have to have that experience of just seeing and, and listening and asking questions in the field, helping the field kind of go through the process um, to build a project so that you understand where the pitfalls are, where the struggles are, where you can provide value. Um, my first superintendent when I got to Bolt, uh, 
told me, and he, I look at look to him as a mentor. He told me, you know, eyes and ears on my first day as a project engineer. I had no idea what that meant at the time. Um, you know, I came in kind of still fresh out of school, and it quickly, you know, became apparent to me he wanted me to be out on the site early in the morning with the guys, making sure um, making sure that the crew, uh, the guys and girls, were being supported from the office side and making sure that questions were being answered and ultimately that they had material and tools in their hands to build the, 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 the building that we were building at the time. So from a project engineer perspective, that was really my role was helping kind of facilitate those questions um, from the field, getting those answers either from our architect or our supporting our client to make sure that those uh, the client was getting ultimately what they wanted um, in a timely manner, you know, really focusing on uh, constraint management or questions or challenges and how do we make sure that, hey, if you have a constraint with this team and it's impacting these other teams, how do we get this team to get across that finish line, get answers? As a project manager, I do similar tasks. Um, I will say that there's a financial component now to my work as well, managing the project financially, making sure that we are um, doing this work in the allocated amount that the owner, the client um, has approved us to, uh, to, to build the building for. Um, there's also kind of, you know, I think for myself, one thing that was kind of an aha was kind of taking some of those blinders off between project manager, to, uh, from project engineer to project manager and understanding really the surrounding of your project. You know, for myself, again, it comes back to community. How are we perceived? How are we impacting the community around us? Whether it be uh, a dental clinic renovation, where again, you want to make sure that patient travel or staff or student travel is as um, impacted as least as as it can be. You know, we want to make sure that again, truly we're invisible to their operation and that they're still doing work. So really for me, you know, project management, it's seeing the bigger picture of the project being an extension of the client and making sure that the client is getting exactly what they want and need. Um, facilitating discussion between the architect engineer and then the field crews and, and really making sure that we're all kind of speaking that common language again, between the client, between your architect and between your construction crew, you know, kind of how, how can I make sure that we're translating information uh, effectively? That was really kind of the next step for me and some of the bigger differences between project management and project engineering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of going from, just the facilitating to seeing that whole bigger picture. Um, there's always a lot of, a lot more going on than you, than you realize when you, when you kind of at the, or at the that lower level role, um, then you kind of get the bigger picture and you're like, Oh, wow, there's a lot more, a lot more to this than I necessarily saw. Absolutely. The facilitation is key. You know, again, um, understanding and, and, and for myself, it, it took time as an engineer, understanding that I'm not going to have all the answers right away. And I'm not expected to have all those answers right away um, when somebody comes to me with a question, uh, but building a network, kind of going through the process a few times, kind of getting those experiences to at least say, hey, you know what, I don't have the answer, but I know who I can call to get an answer and we'll get that in a timely manner. That was really kind of that that next step for me to just be comfortable with. And it takes time, you know, in, in, in school, you're expected to know answers. And um 
in, in my industry, you are expected no, to know answers, but it's about kind of how do you leverage people that are around you to help with that? Because ultimately it's, that's, that's the way we're going to get um, to success as efficiently as possible is really tapping into some of the experts around to make sure that they are uh, providing um, their opinions and thoughts and making sure that their ideas are heard. Mm-hmm. So I know you said, you know, going back, you had uh, you know, building with Legos and trains and all those things and kind of had construction on your radar. But what's maybe surprised you um, about the industry that you didn't know uh, before you got in into it? What's been something uh, good or bad that that stood out uh, since you got got your foot in the door? Sure. Um, again, you know, I kind of going to harp on what I just mentioned, you know, for me, it's about relationships. Uh, it's about people managing and understanding kind of, um, the different languages between, uh, I'll call them languages, but the different, um, uh, information that needs to be, um, talked about between, uh, the different parties on the project. Again, you have your client, your architect engineering group, and then your construction group. And how do you, how do you ultimately get to kind of that one common goal? Um, that's really where I step in to help facilitate that discussion. Um, again, college taught me to try to figure out answers, you know, gives me the problem solve, gave me the problem solving, um, tools that I needed to, um, you know, learn a lot and ultimately uh, be successful. But I, I would say one thing that I maybe didn't realize at the time was when I was working on group projects um, and, and in college, how how was that going to translate to my real job? And ultimately, that's what a, a construction project is. It's a, it's a large team project. Uh, no construction company is going to have um, every trade accounted for, you know, working by themselves, uh, not normal. It's not normal, at least. So you always are working with different contractors, different team members um, for, that have a whole bunch of different experiences and might be coming from a different job site, things like that, that you want to try to marry up. So that again, we can all come to one common uh, goal of what success looks like for our client. And then ultimately, what does that look like? How do, how do we stack up uh, underneath that to make sure that we're building a project as efficiently cost-effective and to the client's needs um, as it can be. So again, it, it's a, it's a group project and I, I didn't understand that coming out of college, but when I got to um, the real world, it, it made a lot more sense. Hey, we need each other. We need to uh, be comfortable asking questions, challenging each other um, ultimately to, to get to uh, the completion of a project. Definitely. Uh, final one for you. What advice might you have for um, someone considering a, a career in construction, whether um, they don't know exactly what part of the industry they want to be in or they want to be in the management part of it? Or just what advice would you offer for folks considering construction as a career? Sure. Construction's an awesome career um, for our youth uh, locally as well as nationally. And, and quite honestly, it needs a, we need a lot of people in the construction industry, whether you're wanting to work um, right out of high school as a, you know, in the field, you know, there are plenty of opportunities through our local unions, uh, various unions um, to work in the construction industry. And and, and we need the help right now. If you want to be in construction management, same thing, you know, um, I, I, 
I can't say enough about my experience at Marquette developing my problem solving um, kind of uh, knack, understanding that, hey, you know, it, it is math and science, but in construction, it's equally about communication and how do you present yourself? How do you um, build a team around you that can get a project done successfully and keep them motivated? You know, that those are some of the things that it took me some time to learn while I was in kind of the project engineer and early stages of my project manager career. But, um, you know, those are those are the things that I, I really tried to lay back to is, again, I have the problem solving experience, but I also know that there are people, there are other people that are going to be in the room that are going to have, you know, much more expertise in their, in their respected crafts. And we have to make sure that they're being heard. And, uh, you know, when, when you really start to innovate that way, that's when the, some of the cooler ideas, more collaborative efforts really come to fruition. Um, the last thing I would say for anybody in the construction industry is be present in the field. Um, eyes and ears, like my mentor said to me, it's the same thing now. Um, be out there, feel free to ask questions, but be comfortable also listening and learning. There are going to be people out there that have been doing this for some for two, two months, some for 50 years. Um, of their career and some of the knowledge that they impart that, that, that they imparted on me um, it's, it's, it resonated, you know, when you get somebody talking in the field, when you get a carpenter talking about install installing a door that he's installed uh, umpteen times for 20 years, they get excited because they know that you're at least interested in what they're doing. And uh, you know, for me, that was, that was critical was ultimately trying to learn I'm still learning every day. And uh, that's the par- part of this career that's really um, fun for me is that I, I don't know everything, but I'm I, I'm willing to take the time and listen and learn um, so that that way, when we get to a project like the dental school, we have our, we can lay back on our experiences previous to help uh, build the project in the time that we need to build it. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Well, hopefully the you'll be able to get it done in the the tight windows that you've got to get it done. Uh, Good luck with the dental school project and Andre Gelfi Thomas. Thank you for joining me on the biz times MKE podcast. Thank you, Arthur. This is Dan Meyer with biz times media. You've been listening to the biz times MKE podcast for more business news and insights. Be sure to go to biztimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine biz times Milwaukee.